Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, you guys? Thank you, subscribers. I appreciate you all so much. Fightful Select, the Q&A podcast, and God Damn, you all hit me with some questions today. Or the last couple of days, rather. Now, these don't have to just be about pro wrestling, MMA, and boxing. They can be whatever. As I remove this little piece of fuzz from my microphone. But you all you all overwhelmed me. I'm going on vacation next week, so <clears throat> the weekender will be out a little bit early. I think I'll try to get that done Wednesday night and... I won't have impact on there, obviously, but we'll have plenty to talk about. Let's jump right into the questions. Jonathan Moss says, sorry about that. Hell no, you all pay for this service. Ask away. I encourage it. I want it. I want it. And I guess that uh, I made the link public, so a couple of these people are going to get You know what? You know what? I'll give this one to you guys for free and what I'll do before vacation what I'll do before vacation is I'm going to give my subscribers another Q&A show because I like them so this one's a free preview hot dog fightfulselect.com and next week for my subscribers since I flubbed up and made this one public you're going to get a free or not a free, you're going to get the one you paid for, another Q&A show. Somebody says, is Kona Reeves really the finest? Hell no, he's not. That's why he's not on TV right now. What's the situation with Big Cass, man? It's a it's an accumulation of things. I'm going to talk about it on Listen Your Boy today, but I mean, I had heard about him kicking out visitors from the locker room, a little unruly, and drinking heavily on the European tour, you know. It's 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 accumulation of things. He he did a lot of things that didn't sit well. He straight up disobeyed orders from Vince McMahon. Hmm. Who do I think is the bigger fight? Triple G versus Jamelo Charlo or Canelo versus Charlo? Well, it depends on who wins their the Triple G Canelo fight. The winner of that obviously is. Do you think Strowman's cash in is successful? Does it have to be? Yeah, I think it does have to be. 
There is no situation in which he can put himself in to make himself look smart and like a monster unless he wins it. If he puts himself in a triple threat match, that makes him look dumb, unless it's a match that also involves Roman Reigns because he wants to beat up Roman Reigns so much. By the way, Kyler, I see you watching. Tweet out that we have a free preview of the Fightful Select Q&A show up right now. Hot dog. Who is my pick to win the G1 Climax? Ooh, that's an interesting one. I kind of want Omega to win it just just so they can solidify him because it's hard to solid. Okay, Okada is the ace. He's the ace right now. Tanahashi will be the ace that's like in the back of your mind. But I would really, in order to solidify Kenny Omega as hot dog, this is the guy, I'd like to see him do it too. Plus, I just love watching him work. What are Vince's feelings on Finn Balor and Sasha Banks? Honest question I've always wanted to know. You know, I've never heard anything like badly about it, and that's that's generally a good sign. I remember I would I would hear negative things that he thought of of people that he didn't like. So I I I would imagine nothing negative. I can ask around and I'll find out. I mean, I know that they like that Sasha Banks sells a lot of merch, and I mean she sells a lot of merch. She has one of the most passionate fan bases, period, that I've ever seen in covering wrestling. The coach, bitch-ass punk or punk-ass bitch? You know, I don't know him personally, so I can't call him a bitch. I can call him a punk because he straight-up lied on Twitter about a lot of stuff about Dave Meltzer. I'll go with bitch-ass punk instead of punk-ass bitch. Triple H eventually takes over the main roster. Who takes over running NXT? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I know he's got his own disciples, so to speak. Shawn Michaels wouldn't be a bad idea if he could really embrace that type of role because he has embraced being an agent. I'm getting rave reviews out of him from NXT. So yeah, I think that would be that would be a solid bet. Plus it's his buddy and he's straight and you know Shawn Michaels would be a good option even though he's from the worst city I've ever seen, San Antonio, Texas. How good do you think Big E could be as a single star if taken seriously? How much longer do you think New Day stays together? I would like it if even as a single star, any of the three, they remain together. Because I think there's a lot of fun in that act just staying together, whether it's his baby faces or heels. I don't think that you need to split them up or need to make Big E turn on them or vice versa in order to make them a successful group of – a successful singles act any of them uh l milkman says x-pac takes over lol i mean you laugh at that sean waltman as far as it comes to constructive criticism not bullshitting with people uh being down to earth in my interactions with him nothing but pleasant nothing but awesome and nothing but straight about things as far as biggie yeah i think that last night was a really good indication that he could work with the top guys but, I mean, you know, a decade ago, 15 years ago, we saw Shelton Benjamin work with Christian, The Undertaker, Chris Jericho, Rob Van Dam, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Ric Flair, Batista, and he tore the house down about all the, uh, with all those people. So uh, <clears throat> I, I don't doubt that Big E could do the same, but it's a, ma- it's a matter if he gets the same kind of push. We've seen a lot of guys be able to – Candido could tear the house down with a lot of people. He didn't get that push. 
from a storyline perspective, it looks like Braun Strowman is going to take the title off of Brock at SummerSlam, then have Roman Reigns chasing Braun for the title going into the fall. I, I don't know from a storyline perspective if it if it says that because I mean they could do a lot of different things. WWE's trying to switch it up. They're trying to make things a little more unpredictable. Unfortunately, they're also all too willing to do some of the really, really predictable things. It, like, you know, the Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar thing, that match isn't going to get over. It's just not going to work. I'm going to tweet out free preview Q&A podcast right now. Hot dog, there you go. Boy, that viewer count, whenever you accidentally put something public, it'll let you know. It'll let you know. <laughs> I had people waiting before the show even started. Uh, do you think that they're actually going to pull the trigger and make Reigns a full-out heel with how big of a babyface Braun is right now? Listen, guys, like I've, I've talked this to death. <clears throat> In order to get a reaction for Roman Reigns right now, you have to put him with people that the, the audience cares about. The Undertaker, Elias even Rusev, Seth Rollins, those types of people, Braun Strowman. But even then, he's not getting a positive reaction. If he's not getting a positive reaction, just go with the thing that makes it easier for you creatively. There is no reason Seth Rollins should not win that championship and then Roman Reigns shouldn't beat the living shit out of him. There's no reason. He's a heel, and if people cheer, good. Then you got the intended reaction that you've wanted all along. If they boo, awesome. You've got an, a great Tommaso Ciampa uh, situation where you have a person who can work, who can deliver, and the people are along for the ride. That's why. That's how I think it should go. <clears throat> I don't think Braun should win that money in the bank or cash in immediately. I think Seth Rollins should beat Brock Lesnar, and Roman Reigns should just be pissy that Seth Rollins got something done that he couldn't do. And he remembers all the pain that Seth Rollins has caused him. And then you have the Dean Ambrose situation there too. Hey guys, save your questions on the chat towards the end of the questions. I'll let you all know when. Did anyone from MLW get in uh, touch with you in relation to your argument with Jimmy on the listen, you boy contracts. Yeah. Court Bauer did. I talked to court Bauer and I'm going to talk to him for an interview very soon. Probably after my vacation next week. You think Bullet Club goes into the WWE Hall of Fame years down the line without ever appearing in WWE? I think the components do. Um, <clears throat> it's really hard to forecast who will work together in pro wrestling these days because you hear Triple H say, yeah, I'm open to working with a lot of people. Ring of Honor is there. Okay, Ring of Honor and Impact have switched places for them. WWE is willing to work with Impact. Impact is willing to work with Ring of Honor, but WWE is not willing to work with Ring of Honor. I mean, they muscled them out of our, uh, out of MSG. I think WWE sees... Here's the deal. WWE doesn't see Ring of Honor or New Japan as a threat, but anybody who's number two, they treat like they could be a threat. That being said, I would do it if they could get the rights and, and induct Bullet Club way... I'm talking like decades down the line. Hell yeah, I'd do it. But I think AJ Styles will go in for sure. Finn Balor will go in for sure. Uh, several components of the Bullet Club will go in. Simon also asked, do you think there's any chance of WWE and New Japan have a working relationship? If they did, how do you think it would best serve both companies? A super show. That's how you do it. You do two super shows. You do one in Japan. You do one in America. That's what I would do. You got Nakamura. You've got, it, 
WWE's got some good Japanese pieces in Tazawa, Itami, Asuka, Kairi Sane, Nakamura. You can take a, a tour over to Japan, run a few shows instead of just doing like Tokyo or whatever. I think that eventually uh, Triple H would love to do that. I don't know if Vince McMahon would like to, so I don't think it will happen. I think maybe one match might happen. They might get that New Day Elite match because the fans want it, but I think eventually you're going to see an NXT uh, Japan, to be honest with you. How much longer do you think it will be, realistically, before Vince retires and Triple H, Stephanie take over? How long would it take them to fix all the problems with the booking on the main roster? It would take them a couple months. You just start making sense of stuff. That's it. I had a lot of people who were upset because I tweeted... Why did Ronda Rousey get suspended, but nothing happens to the Riot Squad for tearing up shit backstage? I get that Ronda Rousey's offense was worse, but walk into your workplace and tear up a coworker's computer and let me know if you just get off uh, scot-free because somebody else in your office did something worse. That's not the way that works. I hate that people excuse lacks of lo- or ga- gaping holes in logic and storyline because it's wrestling. I don't like that, man. I like my stuff to make sense. It's something that we all often talk about on the post shows. We try to close these holes in gap uh, in logic. If I were WWE, I would have Corey Graves every week do a show from the studio where he explains shit that maybe people didn't get. Explain stuff. Why isn't going through the announce table a DQ? Why, why do they pull the monitors out? Stuff like that makes sense of a lot of this. Cameron Hutton says, enjoy your break, Sean, and Riverdale's a good show. Yeah, I get the feeling that my wife and Jimmy's wife are going to bond over Riverdale when we go to Toronto. Uh, As far as how long it will be before Vince retires, man, it's tough to say. If XFL takes off, I think he'll hit the bricks. But if I were him, I'd cash out now. Well, I mean, not cash out, just collect that money, but... Let the Fox era be a new era. But he wants his hands a, a part of it. Here's the thing, man. If I got offered, you could you could give me right now, you could give me a billion dollars. And tomorrow, not tomorrow, but probably by this weekend or next week, I'd be right back here doing a podcast because it's what I like to do. And it's what Vince likes to do, man. He likes to work. Is Melissa about to produce the greatest comeback story since Rocky and Listen Your Boy? God damn, I hope so, because I put off that Pritchard segment for like two months on <laughs> on Listen Your Boy. I've got a lot of stuff. I filmed WrestleMania week that I haven't got to air on Listen Your Boy because we've had so many other things. And I'd like to finally get that out of the can. Ronda's booking mat is Ronda's uh or would you say Ronda's booking a match structure is what Vince thinks range should be? Reigns is ostensibly the tough baby face battling WWE and overcoming the odds, slaying the beast, except it's been too badly. And now we're all tired of it. I think you are right on the money. And he says Ronda was pitted similarly against the WWE and Stephanie Triple H had to fight learning the curve of stuff that's legal, what's not legal. I love that aspect. I love the aspect of some things in pro wrestling aren't legal. You should, you should go as far as to say, and there are some things in MMA that are legal. Like, she can't hit somebody with a closed fist punch. She was knocking people out. That takes a big tool away from Ronda Rousey. Man. Judgment says, okay, I saw this live. How long will these Q&As be and will this be a weekly segment? They go from 40 minutes to an hour. 
This is a an accidental free preview. <laughs> I put the video live, so I'm giving my Fightful Select subscribers a, a an additional Q&A show next week, but this will serve as a preview. If you all want to subscribe to FightfulSelect.com, head over there, see all the great things that we have, from getting copies of Jimmy Van's book to early access to stuff. I've got a ton of shows, ton of shows every single month, including the Weekender podcast where I review everything that isn't uh, Raw and SmackDown. Vince is going to vent, so we're probably going to see the Rousey thing overdone, but do you see this working going forward? As he just said, you're answering your own question, uh, Jonathan. Obviously, it can't be the same story with Bliss. You can't do that. I thought Bliss getting that much offense on Nia was a bad idea. Alexa should be prime chicken shit heel. Escape on a banana peel slip. Stuff like that. My God, man. Cedric Alexander successfully defended the 205 title in his hometown in Carolina. Vince always books people to lose in their hometown. Just another example of Triple H having control of 205 Live and doing things differently than Triple H. Should we be optimistic this carries over when Vince exits? So they kept Charlotte and Jeff Hardy off that show. Uh, if you all want a, a really good rundown of that, Alex Andreessen, one of our, our Fightful sponsor level tier members, I did a members-only show on Fightful Select where he talked about all that and the pops that everybody got and all that. I think that was a big thing, was that Cedric was the star that night. But yeah, I think it is an indication of, of Triple H's difference in booking because a lot of times now they'll just leave the hometown person on, on the pre-show or a dark match. Can we talk NXT UK? There's definitely going to be ripples across the indie scene. But is it really the death blow many fear it is? I see both positives and negatives. Bad. Partially exclusive contracts that block talent from working with WWE friendly promotions, so no Rev Pro or Frontline. Uh, ITV sure as hell won't be signing any of those guys. I wonder how many of these extended tryout our contracts are actually paying people. The good. WWE Network has something like 1.8 to 2 million subscribers. And that's good for exposure. Yeah, that is good for exposure. I think it's more content to add to the network. I mean, 205 Live is essentially its own brand now. They they use it as the third hour. So where Raw gets three hours on Monday, Tuesday audiences get that 205 Live hour. I like Alex's idea of doing specials for 205 Live from Full sale because they don't get them anymore. As far as NXT UK, I don't know how to put this nicely. WWE can only sign so many cruiserweight, bearded, white European guys, and that flavor works in the UK. They've got really good wrestling. They've got outstanding talent. They can develop their characters more this way. I don't think it will be the death blow. I really don't. I think there's enough talent in wrestling to go around. I think that some of this is really going to affect PWG, because you're going to see them have to get really creative with who they book for, for Bola and who they book for some of their stuff. I don't think it's a death blow. Nearly all the talent has already wrestled each other in prog- progress. Travis Banks and Pete Dunne headline one of their biggest shows. Will they end up rehashing the booking? Yeah, a lot of these will be rehashed things because they aren't going to assume that a lot of people have seen these. They are going to assume that a lot of this is is fresh. I'll put it like this. WWE does not assume that 
fans watch anything else. They straight up told their announcers last night to not mention NXT when Sanity debuted. So they definitely aren't going to reference Progress and ICW. Will Progress and ICW make their long-rumored debut on the network under the newly trademarked VIP tier? I think so, yeah. What do we make of Chicago's turnout for recent events? Money in the Bank had uh, 13000 NXT had 11000 Doesn't this make all-ins 10000 even more impressive? Given that it wasn't promoted on WWE TV and basically sold on social media-driven endeavor, yeah, it does make it very impressive. Holy crap. Holy crap. And as Jonathan mentions, progress is already using that WWE Zoom. I hate it, man. I hate the Zoom. Get it away from me. Yeah, man, All In is very impressive at 10000 because it's obvious they could have sold a lot more. I think they could have probably done 15000 based on the way things are going, which is probably why they got so optimistic about the idea of running MSG. However, WWE kind of muscled them out in that regard. So we got a shout out new day, the elite for the E3 performance. Was this the most surreal event in quite a while? Not just WWE talent, but high profile WWE talent interacting on a WWE sanctioned channel with ring of honor, new Japan talent openly talking about new Japan, even calling out Omega's recent title win is mind blowing to me. How much do you think they worked it? The structure was quite, quite convenient. I'm sure they planned some of the verbal digs. I think they worked it in the sense that they knew that the Young Bucks were not good at at video games. Kofi and Xavier really are. I don't know about Big E's prowess as it relates to video games. However, I think they knew that there was there was going to be a challenge afterwards because that was just I think that was just meant to happen. It was very surreal and WWE talent appearing on. Being the elite, that was very, very cool. That was really cool, man. Media question. Why is Rob McCarron leaving Shake Them Ropes? If Hawkins is left hanging, could we see Jimmy Van signing him to a WWE-style extended tryout contract to block him from joining like Lords of Pain? <laughs> I can personally guarantee neither Jeff nor Rob are going to join Lords of Pain. Uh, as far as Rob, sometimes he gets a little burned out on wrestling, and it's easy to see why, because sometimes wrestling isn't that good. Jeff has a lot of life and career changes ahead of him as well, so we'll see how that goes. But, man, I love both of those guys. Ain't nobody going to Lords of Pain, though. We inquired about maybe purchasing that once, but the owner, not interested. and He gets to never update his site as far as a visual standpoint goes, and you know, break in the money. Did I follow anything that went on with PCW and their tiny fiasco? Had to change a card named All Violence is Legal after Rich Swan got booked. Will this always follow Rich Swan? Yes, it will. It will. And yeah, I did see that. I saw it because of you, actually, Stone. Did Rob ever eat that hat? Does he need to eat two hats? He should eat two hats, but no, he hasn't eaten a hat. I think we offered to make like a charity deal out of it. Rich Krejci did a Q&A last week, and someone broached an interesting idea, The Athletic, but for wrestling. The Athletic is basically a digital s- subscription outlet that is aimed at battling newspaper by going to various markets, hiring some of the biggest writers for various sport, putting them all together in one place, and letting them go without the restrictions of print media. 
Is that at all similar to what Jimmy Van envisioned for Fightful, starting at a smaller scale, and where we're headed here? Yeah, we do our best. I mean, we got James Lynch. I think he, he is the by far the best MMA f- free agent available. Carlos Toro for boxing, and I think he's one of the best boxing writers out there, period. I wanted guys who would go out and do the legwork. We have to have aggregators, too, though. Because if you all don't get all of your wrestling news, you all, rightfully, will go elsewhere, wherever you can. But you also, I think that a good wrestling site needs exclusive content. That's why they got me. Because while I don't publish as many articles throughout the day, right after I get off of this, I got to get on a media call. And then I do my show with Jimmy Van. Then we do subscription stuff after that. Well, then tonight I'm doing a podcast with a sponsor, which we got to sell to keep the site running. Then after that, I'm doing a call with Juice Robinson. Tomorrow I wake up, film another podcast, a retro review with Mr. Warren Hayes. Two media calls in a row after that, then another one tomorrow night. So you have to have people that have connections with talent, connections with promoters, connections with PR. That is very, very, very important in pro wrestling. And it's very important in MMA. James Lynch does it without really contacting the UFC. We do all of our coverage without the blessing of the UFC. They don't like us for whatever reason. I can't get on their press list. I have to go through Showdown Joe to get all that stuff. James Lynch sometimes isn't approved for credentials under us. So it's a real weird thing, man. Like Showdown Joe even had trouble. It's messy, man. It's tough. And it's also very, very expensive. The wrestling sites that I've worked at in the past, some of them didn't have the best pay scale. When I came here, I said, okay, we're going to pay everybody at least a respectable amount. Sometimes that's had to be scaled up or scaled down accordingly. But the, the bottom line is there are some people who just don't give a shit where their news comes from, and they just want to read their news. They don't care if it's exclusive. They don't care if it's fourth, fifth hand. And that's their prerogative to do so, man. Tell Jimmy to open the wallets for Breen, Hawkins, and Barrasso for Dem Scoops. Uh, Barrasso ain't going to be there. Jordan Breen, man, he'd be an awesome one. I would love to have Jordan Breen. Uh, That'd be somebody worth going after, and Jeff Hawkins is great, of course. I heard somebody say Shawn Michaels would face Tommaso Ciampa sooner to take over. I don't count on it. It'd be great, though. PCO is announced for Bola. Thoughts? Great. Good for him. I love the career resurgence. The Triple H really say he might be open to the idea of a WWE New Japan crossover down the road. He's already been open to it. He booked Jushin Liger before. <clears throat> Let's see. Well, this one's a long one. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'll have to I'll have to look at this one. Okay, does New Japan have to start a women's division? It's 2018. The discussion really bothers me because there seems to be all sorts of negative agenda. They don't have to, but here was my... The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. 
So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Take on that. People who pretend that the only reason New Japan doesn't have a women's division is because they respect it too much and give it its own give it its own thing, that's horseshit. That is not true. They could do it and highlight it on a bigger stage, and that'd be fine. Do they have to? Do they need to? No. But that line of thinking, that agenda is absolutely horseshit. They don't respect it too much. It isn't because they have their own. There are all kinds of female-only promotions in America, but WWE still does it. Impact still does it. Ring of Honor still does it. It's not some big cost. There are a lot of uh, companies in Japan who would ache, ache, to work in uh, work for New Japan. Yeah, and people uh, comparing it to Saudi Arabia, yeah, New Japan is not the government. It's not a state. It's a company, and it's the biggest company there. They don't need to. They could. They could. Boy, Jonathan, I am – that is – I should – Jesus, man. Woo! That's a long one, buddy. I'm going to have to skip over some of that. I'll address it uh, on the on the Fightful Select forum or something. How in the hell is Ronda Rousey this good this fast? Could we see similar performance from Shafir and Duke? Shafir is married to Roddy, so we know she's been around the ring, and Duke lives with Baszler and Mia Yim and seems super excited to travel around the Florida NXT loop. When do you think they'll debut? I was told that... Duke and Shafir are expected by higher-ups to be in the ring twice as much as all the new recruits. Shafir did some work with Josh Barnett, but Jessamyn Duke did a lot of work with Josh Barnett. I mean, a lot of work. Obviously lives with Shayna Baszler, has for years, had some training with Ronda Rousey. If you go back and watch the Betch Cohea fight with Jessamyn Duke, probably wasn't the, the most sound strategy in all because she's got this fantastic range, something that really seemed to elude her from her arsenal once she she joined Tiverdian's team. But she had some judo throws at her disposal, too. So these girls also have some judo throws that Ronda Rousey's worked with them on. Uh, Shafir, my, the biggest question for me is, where she will she wear shitty little boots like Roddy? Duke, I can tell you that I have seen some video of her tra- chain wrestling and... I was impressed, shocked, and blown away, and this is almost a year-old footage. Before she signed with WWE, before she moved to Florida, I saw a video of her chain wrestling, and it was real goddamn good. Real goddamn good. Now, that's just chain wrestling. It was really good. Her facial expressions were really good. Whether or not she'll be as good as, <laughs> as a Ronda Rousey, man, that's, that's a pretty tall task. As well, and Shayna Baszler too, but Marina, I mean, the thing with Marina is Marina never really stood out as an MMA fighter. There wasn't, she didn't have that big following. She was known as Ronda Rousey's buddy. Jessamyn Duke at one time was considered one of the top 145-pound and then 135-pound prospects, so and it just didn't, it didn't happen. It didn't work. As far as pro wrestling, I've seen nothing of Shafir. I can just tell you what I've seen of, of Duke a while back, and I know she's really motivated. 
They're a better deal than the July August New Japan subscri- subscription for ten dollars. You'll you can watch the entire G1 climax. And it'll probably have 10, 20 match of the year contenders. Yeah, FightfulSelect.com. That's it. Speaking of which, it's June. Who's your wrestler of the year? What's your match of the year? Ooh. God damn, man. I gotta go with. I gotta go with Jericho. I really do. Two matches, and I gotta go with him. I do. For for wrestler of the year. I know it's crazy. A lot of people aren't gonna like it, but that's who I'm going with. As far as match of the year, probably Omega Okada. Omega Okada or Omega Jericho. Watching the Hardy documentary, and damn, they took some batshit crazy bumps. The one that sticks out to me is when Jeff is hanging from the belt in the air and spears him off the ladder. What's the craziest bump you've ever seen? What's the craziest bump you've ever taken? Craziest bump I've ever seen. Oh, well, unintentionally, when the guy fell off the cage, I think it was in Mexico, to the floor. That was nasty. In WWE, mm, damn, man. Let me get back to you on that. Biggest bump I've ever taken. We did these open houses, which in retrospect were super illegal at my, my catch wrestling gym. And we would wrestle in boxing rings because that was there for that. And we have to learn to work out of the corners and the bumps were brutal. I took some spots onto the matted area. Like a lot. I took, I think like 10, like, no, it was like five or six suplexes in a row. And this, the one that hurt the most, it wasn't the biggest bump. I just took gold, the, the gold dust spinning suplex finish from a guy who was about 250, 300 and, there was no give to that ring, and oh, I walked like an idiot for a week. As far as big bumps, I've done some dives over the top rope, and people didn't catch me. That sucked, but nothing, nothing too bad. I'm very careful. This when I wrestle, it's not. This is my job. I'm not doing anything that's going to ruin this, so I don't do anything stupid. Is there a lucha still a thing? Yeah, they ran live events this weekend. Pat Phantom was there. He got some video for us. Triple H alluded to Ciampa Gargano not being done, but isn't it too soon to go back to the well for Brooklyn? On the other hand, it's hard to see in kayfabe how they can be in the same building or brand and not try to attack each other. It almost seems like one of them has to be called up, but 205 Live has plenty of heels, so Gargano. But Gargano turning heel would be simply delicious to give him material for a whole year of NXT booking. This is very similar to the Eddie Edwards, Sammy Callahan situation where Eddie Edwards is taking it so far that he's almost a dick now. So I could see that happening, but the people love Johnny Gargano and it's really hard to make baby faces. So yeah, by the way, guys, this week I am filming a retro review for next month's Fightful Select Hardcore Heaven 95 ECW. That was a steaming pile of shit show and I can't wait to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> off the cuff G1 Climax 28 predictions I'll have to read a little more into that I'll see what I can do for the next Q&A show if you're a subscriber so you'll get it oh gosh tell us how you really feel about Barrasso and Lords of Pain getting shine on various media calls I don't care about them being on it Barrasso works for Sports Illustrated Lords of Pain has pretty good reach and I appreciate that they're trying to do stuff like that as opposed to just aggregating news 
and hiring columnists that they have no intention of paying. I met a lot of my best friends, just best friends, period, from Lords of Pain. I used to use their forums for the love of God, but uh, <laughs> it says we're behind a paywall. We're not behind a paywall right now. I'll talk about this anytime. The thing with the, my issue with the Barrasso stuff is he worked for Sports Illustrated. He's very clearly fed interviews, or at least gets advanced access to those interviews. And you had the Mysterio Braun thing shut down. You had uh, the Cena versus Mysterio thing shut down. You had the Ziggler contract shut down. You had the Rock telling Nia thing to shut down. So, unfortunately, as you know, I don't know the guy personally. He's that that those reports are on our blacklist right now. I can't, in good conscience, conscience relay those to my viewers, considering all the, it's been shot down so many times. There have been two of my stories ever disputed the Austin Aries who said that he didn't want out of WWE and Enzo saying that he didn't know. And really that was based on my, I didn't clarify my tweet well enough. I was told that Enzo was fired because they thought he knew about it. And I put Enzo knew about it. So that was, you know, my bad on the clarification, but in the article it was very clear. So really only one, one thing when you got four in a couple months, that's, that's an issue for me. And he, he's a great writer. I'm sure he can interview well, but man, that one's, I don't have any problems with that. Uh, I spoke to the access people about that, and that was just, that was an error. I have a very good relationship with them. Other than that, I don't give a shit. I want, I want the Lords of Pains of the world on those media calls. They need to be doing the extra work. They need to be contributing instead of just taking. Because otherwise, it's all just aggregated stuff and some good columns here and there. Given the success of the Cruiserweight Classic, May Young Classic, UK Tournament, what other kind of tournament would you like to see the US or WWE present? Trios Tournament. I want to see a Trios Tournament really bad. I want to see like the BWO come back. I want to see the Shield put together for that. The Wyatt Family. I want to see a Trios Tournament. I love the idea of Ciampa and Candice LeRae to smack them with Gargano stuck on NXT. What do you think? That ain't happening. I think they're going to keep... I don't think they'll split Johnny and Candice. I could be wrong. Is Sumi Sakai ever going to defend her title? Probably not. They lost Deanna Perrazzo. That's that's pretty rough. How high are WWE with Casey Catanzaro? They like her a lot. Triple H was telling us on the media call the other night that they like her a lot. Do you think the money match for Mania is Ronda versus Charlotte with Stephanie as a special referee? It's Ronda versus Charlotte for sure in my estimation. What else we got? (laughs) What's your favorite match at Money in the Bank? Uh, I liked Daniel Bryan and Big Cass a lot. That was probably my favorite match. Could you see Nikki Cross going to WWE UK? Oh, that'd be a bad idea. That's a bad idea. I mean, it's a good idea for WWE UK, but man, she's so good. You should have her on Raw or SmackDown. I hope not. I hope they don't do that to her. Is this the start of a main event push for Rusev? It's a start of a push for Rusev. I don't know about main event extended. It depends on how he is with with the, the reaction at Extreme Rules. I think that plays a big, big role. I think it's very, very important. 
you think AJ being on the cover of WWE 2K19 will influence how long he'll be able to keep the belt? No, they don't care about that. WWE doesn't. Uh, he's held the belt for a long time. He's had it for like seven, eight months now. He is, I think his reign is the 20th longest ever, and he's cumulatively held the title, fifth, like, I think it's 15th longest. Alex loves Hoss fights. Can we get him a babysitter so he can watch Goto Elgin? I don't know. He's not that into New Japan. He's not, he's not a big New Japan guy. Did Vince fire Big Gaskus Triple H told him Dijak was under contract? That's that's my thing, man. I saw people saying, man, bring Lars Sullivan up and put him in the role Cass was going to be in. Why? What? What gave you the indication that a Lars Sullivan main roster run would be good, man? Nah, man. Same with, with Big Cass and Dijak. You got Dijak there. Working on his arms a little bit, he'll be just fine. You think the relationships that New Japan has with Ring of Honor, CMLL, and potential partners impact Lucha Underground and possibly NOAA and AJPW? You think they would move the blocks to four? And if they did, who are you putting in? Who is in the semifinals wins it in that hypothetical situation? I assume you're talking about the G1 and maybe splitting all those up. Uh, I can only speak to Impact, Lucha Underground, Ring of Honor, and New Japan. I think that if you were to do that and you ran a tournament, I think that probably Naito from New Japan, Ring of Honor, you could probably put Skrull, Lucha Underground. Matanza is protected, but uh, also Puma, or not Prince Puma. Shit. Um, <laughs> Pentagon, my God. And Impact, probably Moose, because he's their most protected, valued asset. What do you think is next for the winners of Holloway, Ortega, and Cormier Stipe? Any predictions of who wins PFL? No predictions other than whatever Andre Harrison is in. Andre Harrison will win. As far as Cormier Stipe, I think it should be Curtis Blades. Curtis Blades deserves that title shot. Without a doubt, he deserves that title shot. For featherweight, ooh, that's those are muddied waters, man. Uh, Jeremy Stevens is getting very close to that title shot. He's won three in a row. If Jeremy Stevens beats Aldo, it's going to be him. Who do I think will be the next big thing or next true superstar in the UFC? O'Malley, Mackenzie Dern, Darren Teal, or maybe even Nick Newell. Not Nick Newell, not Mackenzie Dern. Maybe Darren Teal, maybe Sean O'Malley. Colby Covington's a good start. Curtis Blades, he's so good. I, I like him. He's a little bit quiet, soft-spoken. He stutters a little bit, but I think that's endearing. I don't know if it'll make him a big star because if you can't make a full-time firefighter and Stephen Miocic a star, I don't know. If Tai Tuivasa turns it up, he'll be a big star. As I look, Rose could be. She could be, but it's, it's really hard to say because she's a little reserved as well. Habib is is probably there. Kevin Lee is the one I look at the most. I think he he would probably be UFC lightweight champion if not for that staff infection. He's the one I look at the most, and I say, future star, Kevin Lee, there he is. And he's in his mid-20s. What do I think glory kickboxing has to do to grow in the U.S.? I think it's some of the most exhilarating combat sports out there. God, you're damn right it is. 
I used to cover some of their big super shows, and it was exciting. Honestly, man, it's just it's weird because people who don't like boxing often say it's not a an accurate reflection of fighting because there are so many things you can't do. And people who don't like MMA often say that they don't like the wrestling aspect of it. This is a nice compromise, but ultimately I think it fall, falls between the two and it is that niche. I don't think there's a way right now that they can do that unless something tragic happens to one of the other two sports. What's next for Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford? Hey, that's a question for uh, Carlos Toro. I'll get his input on it. Is Vince McMahon ever backstage at takeover event, over events? Yes, he is sometimes. Uh, much more often now that they're not in full sale. Will McGregor ever fight again? Yeah, he will fight again. What do I think about Tony Storm? I think she should have been signed last year. Really, really should have signed last year. Who's Demetrius Johnson's next match uh, in the UFC? It's Henry Cejudo on August 4th. Programming note, I will not be there that night. I have a prior obligation. I'll be covering that show the following evening on a Sunday. Why does NXT guys book like chump (laughs) on the main roster? I know it's weird. Vince McMahon doesn't buy into some of them yet. Do I think an ECW reboot will work on the network? Who could you see in it? No, it would fail. I can tell you that the original ECW does not age well. Where do I see Impact Wrestling in 10 years? On the WWE Network. Is the UK passing legislation against fair use going to affect aggregate sites in the United States? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, Not yet. And... I think that's mainly for media. I don't know how that is for for print. I don't know. I'm going to look into that, though. You better be sure. Better be, uh, oh, Jay-Z or Nas. See, that's tough. Because I like Jay-Z a lot more, but Nas was my some of my first exposure to hip-hop on, get this, the Men in Black soundtrack, which had Nas, The Roots, A Tribe Called Quest, uh, Snoop Dogg on it. I think it had Destiny's Child and Alicia Keys before they were big, too. Genuine had a lot of good R&B and rap artists. Can you explain why Vince will not let anyone book MSG? Because he is an old, dusty fart. He wants, it, he wants it to be his. NC State got UK transfer Sasha Kalea Jones this summer. What do you think about his game and his overall potential effectiveness as a big minutes guy? Yeah, I think he's, uh, he is, uh, uh, has a lot of potential. As a, sorry, I'm pulling up his stuff because I'm just I just found out that he switched. That's how disconnected from college sports I am. I know we got Travis Reed though at Kentucky. Oh yeah, he's a really versatile guy. He's a power forward, but he plays a little bit more like a power forward because he, he's thin. But I like Sasha Kalea Jones. I wanted him to stick around this year, and uh, I think that as a big minutes guy, he can be really good. He's got to work on his free throws. Uh, he's got to step outside and, and learn to knock down some outside shots a little bit more. He plays like a little bit more like a hybrid wing that doesn't necessarily have the skills of one. So, I mean, he had like eight assists in 467 minutes. That's not very promising. Yeah, he just – he was a guy that was on the floor. I think he'll do well for NC State, though, in his, his last couple of years. Do I ever think Jay White will sign with WWE? No, I don't. 
I really don't. Do you think the NXT brand will be tiered like baseball with a region being single A, UK, double A, being Florida and triple A being the true feeder system level? Well, yeah, they have three touring brands now between Florida, national, and UK. But some of the national people are on the Florida loop. So it's whoever's convenient for them and whoever they think will draw. If they think that somebody is going to be pulled, who's going to translate better over here, they'll pull them. But you could also see some guys go over there that, that might work better. I think the biggest thing about the UK thing is they stand a little bit of a better chance in maybe bringing back Neville. Maybe bringing back Neville. And who knows if they actually will. As far as, as tearing it, I don't think so. I mean, maybe in the fans' eyes. What do I think is next for LeBron? Cavs, Lakers, or Phillies? It, it's probably going to be Lakers or Philly. Do you think this was LeBron's last great season considering his age? No, hell no, I don't. Talk to me about this NBA stuff in the forums too, by the way. I love that stuff. What women should be brought back to the May Young Classic? Would the UK women triple threat that happened yesterday uh, be in the tournament? Will they? Mm. No, they probably won't be. Maybe Tony Storm. They need to bring in Deanna. I think they should bring in Chelsea Green if she's available. Santana Garrett, if she's available. How is Drew McIntyre viewed backstage? So everybody knows about his passion. A couple of people took exception to some of the stuff he says about them not working hard and all that. But the thing is, Drew believes it. He believes he works harder than everybody. And to be honest with you, he does work really, really hard. But so does everybody else. So that has rubbed a couple people the wrong way. But then again, if you don't like it, go out there and outperform him. It's really all you can do. You can't. When you're talking to me, and I've talked to a lot of wrestlers on any given week, if you're talking to me and you're like, man, I really dislike that guy's passion for wrestling. Well, tough titty, says the kitty. Who should jump to SmackDown when they debut on Fox? It'll be booked the same way. They're getting paid an awful lot for Raw, too. Thoughts on Bobby Lashley using the spear against the Revival? I like the delayed vertical suplex. I don't like it as a finish. The suplex, rather. And uh, I liked it because it was against Roman Reigns. Why hasn't Andrade Cien almost been on SmackDown Live? Your guess is as good as mine. I've, I've been asking. Where's Mickey James? Chilling. They can't fit everybody on TV. They got such a big-ass roster, they can't fit anybody on TV. Should they do a Legends tour, too? Like, you know, bring in Shane Helms or The Godfather and do, like, this tour, like a, a house show a week with guys on legends contracts and just put them in like Vegas or like a big market. They haven't been in a while. You put Mickey James on there, stuff like that. Thoughts on Taylor Hendricks being the next May young classic. Yeah. Alex Anderson said he almost killed cast with the suplex. Yeah, he did. You've been watching the world cup. Nope. U.S. isn't in it. So I don't really care that much. I care about Cincinnati FC though. That's about it, guys. I am rash. Somebody says, how will the audio issues be addressed for this week's listing, you boy? Well, you got an intro for it up on FightfulSelect.com. Look, my hair dried. Now it's all nasty. Look at this. Ugh. Well, watch it dry before your very eyes. Mother of God. Guys, if you all want to see this show on a, on a biweekly basis, head over to FightfulSelect.com. Subscribe. We have the Fightful Select Weekender podcast. 
where I review everything essentially that is not Raw and SmackDown, at least on an American national level. I do that. You can there there are tiers where you can get Jimmy Van's book. We have Stupid People Extended, one of our more popular segments. I do UFC rankings update breakdown videos. I do dark match commentary. I find old WWE, WCW dark matches, and I provide commentary over them doing uh, stories that I often know of these guys and their history. I do members-only podcasts once a month where I'll I'll interview a guest. I do uh, outtake and behind-the-scene footage. You have access to our Fightful photo galleries. We do a retro review every month. I wish I could put that on the regular Fightful.com, but... It's subscriber tier. We got Hardcore Heaven, myself and Mr. Warren Hayes. I got Backlash 99, SummerSlam 2000, uh, and WCW Great American Bash 96 in the archives. I also, uh, we do Jimmy Van's match archives where shows that he promoted. We do commentary over some of the matches, including Eric Young, Bobby Roode, Angelina Love, uh, Simon Dean. You can get those dumbass paper masks that, that my team had made. Early access to segments like Wikipedia fact check and making a finisher. Making a finisher, like I might not drop that until later this year, but you can see a ton of the episodes on Fightful Select early access. You get early access to the Fightful Wrestling Weekly. Also, if you stay on one of the tiers for like four months, you get a Fightful shirt. Hot dog. Thank you guys so much. Check out FightfulSelect.com. And if you're on the fence... I have a playlist here at Fightful's YouTube where you can kind of uh, you can preview the service. I've got a bunch of free stuff up there. Check it out. Until next time, guys, we're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.